0: And, uh, a dot in the world of books of what God has prepared for us. It's hard for us to understand, but- So I look at this word perfectly and I think, oh man, I'm already messed up. And what we do sometimes when we read God's word you well, watch 8 as a 8 Mature. Parents, the best thing you can do for your kids is raise them so they're mature. So they won't realize that mom and dad don't owe them a living. They have to make their own way in life. And if they didn't do it, they're doing things wrong, it isn't your fault. We have a generation that thinks, well, if the kid turned out wrong, it's the parent's fault. No, it isn't. I can't make decisions Is they need to grow up, especially in the body of Christ. If we were mature Christians, the church would be different. We wouldn't be easily offended. I ain't gonna like it. Pastor did shake my hand this morning. They didn't call me. I missed one the Pastor didn't call. Me. <laughs> if you're mature, it wouldn't bother you. Who cares? You're not serving me. You're serving God. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so these verses don't mean sinless perfection. It is. See I, I have a new nature and it's perfect. My old nature isn't perfect. I'm always calling when Ned, that's my old nature. Ned's still in there somewhere. Okay, but this verse gives us a hope, because that which is perfect, now the perfect, the real perfect is Christ, right? But when we became a believer, God's perfect nature was in me. When I uh, was born physically, I had the old nature. It's a new perfect nature. But when I become a believer, when I'm born again or born from above, I get a new nature in me. is that of it's spiritually, if you want to be all these things that we showed in that verse, or in that section, then come, forsake your money, and follow me. See? And then we go further on in the verses, Matthew 9, 23 and 26. Hopefully I put it on there. Yes. Sometimes I don't know. Then, then said Jesus unto his disciples, to enter into the kingdom of God. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, with God, to that. Now, but Jesus said this to this, this particular guy because he knew that the riches was this his God. So you can't serve two masters. And the other thing, his God was his money, his wealth, that's where his confidence was, it was in his money. And that's why God told him to say, you have to forsake it if you want to follow me. If you want to be a believer, you have to follow me and get rid of this thing that's hindering you. What's he asking us to give up? Horrible because he didn't want to be spiritually reserved. He didn't want any of those things that Jesus was offering because it would cost him as well. He didn't want to do it. But see, when you come to God, you have to be willing to give up everything, no matter what it is. If you're trying to hang on to something, that's what's going to cost you. That's the value you place on your salvation. There's all kinds of things that we hang on to, it could be a job. to give them up. I remember I said that they use this for rich people to say they can't be saved. And to kind of justify us, see if I was rich. I'm not rich, that's why I can be saved. If I rich, I can be saved. And I mean rich, rich. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Wealthy. See, we kind of justify behavior, and that's where they think that the people in the church are supposed to be poor. Preachers are supposed to be poor. That dictates us. It tells us how we're going to live. It gives gives us power. I remember when I was younger uh, up in Salt Lake. We had a had a family in the church. They were very well. Okay. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for, for, for thee, for my strength is made perfect. In weakness, most gladly, therefore I will rather glory in my infirmities and the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now this to the you know, whatever I said these Greek words are really. If I just class in Greek, maybe I could pronounce these. But it's a verb. to modify Christ. He's the object of our things. With an action word we're supposed to do. And this is 2 Corinthians 13, 11. Finally, brother, farewell be perfect. And this is a completely different word. This is us a This is also a word. Be of good comfort. Be of good comfort for, be of one mind, live in peace, and God, the God of love and peace shall be with you. Now, But he also gives us the uh, characteristics of a complete Christian. Complete mature Christians will be comforted. If you're not comforted, you need to be controlled. Be a little more mature. Because usually most of the stuff we need to be comforted over are stuff we shouldn't be care about. You know, if you, if you have black fire, we mourn over that black fire, we drive, and moment and groan, groan. God said if you're mature, you couldn't be comforted. It wouldn't bother you. same things as a body of believers. We would all work together. We all have the same goals and purpose for this area. To believe what your Christians will live in peace with each other. Ooh, that's a big one. That's where you really test your maturity, isn't it? Somebody at church says something to me and I'm not it. I don't like it. I'm not talking to you, I'll you. Well, you. You might go if we're like-minded and we're mature Christians, we'll live in peace with each other. It won't bother you if somebody didn't shake your hand. It won't bother you if if the pastor forgot to recognize you about something you did. It won't matter. You'll be at peace. Because the Prince of Peace will live inside you. And, uh, So what going to be as easy to do. When well, we do a God's power, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Because if it was easy, everybody be doing it. It is hard because we are selfish people. I don't care who you are or what you are, we're selfish. We want it all. like this, hey, anybody can pull it apart. So we need to be, be together. And we do that to, to uh, spend more time with God. Uh, let's see. James 1, 4. tent. He Someone here that doesn't know God, even though they come and sit in these chairs for 10 years or 20 years or whatever it might be, you have a head knowledge of God, but you're a heart knowledge. And the head knowledge isn't going to get you to heaven. Your your place in heaven isn't sealed because of what you know about God. It's what you when you know Him. There's only one way to know Him. That's admit that you need Him, admit that you're a sinner. lift our hearts so we can accept him as our Savior. Come so me hear this